a mansion that once belonged to a billionaire prospector, now houses spirits that show themselves in many ways. What did actor Johnny Depp see in the McKay Mansion? Well, pull up a chair and join us around the haunting table. everybody welcome back to episode number 13 of the haunting table podcast how are we doing today boys i'm doing good how's it going good good oh good. not too bad not too bad i'm i'm fantastic i'm feeling great living feeling life myself you're feeling looking myself. great hey man you're looking great too you too anthony you both are just looking so good i'm I look assuming like hot garbage heart- I, look, I literally look like hot garbage <laughs> nice <laughs> Bro, you're probably Same. like lukewarm garbage. Jesus. Yeah, dude. I wouldn't I'm say hot. Here. It's probably room temperature. It's garbage. fucking cold. It's just it's uh, dude, fr- you know frozen garbage. Still eat you. <laughs> You're food to something. Well, anyway, <laughs> my name's Ghost Boy Jake Woods, accompanied by my fellow Ghost Boys Tyler Carolini, Car- Car- Carolino Bobino, still, and still hate you, and Anthony Adamson. <laughs> Hi, I'm glad you don't fuck my last name up. You can't fuck up Adamson. <laughs> I mean, you, uh, you, so people you do a white man name one. People do <laughs> yeah, though. Anderson <laughs> Adams. Uh, that's like, true. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, you grew up. I don't feel bad for you though. You grew up with the last and first name starting with A. You were on the top of every fucking chart in high school, being picked first for this, being first for the. You were always first in everything because you had an A and an A. And I Damn was straight, always dude. last always because my last name is Woods. So <laughs> it was always a great contrast between us. You were always first and I was always last. Hell yeah, dude. That's why I like to hear. And then Tyler was very average, right in between. No, I'm no, I'm like higher up there. I got it starts with a C. Carolini and Creole seasoning starts with a C. <laughs> I feel like it was it was like A last names all like throughout to C and then it just skipped from C all the way to W. And every once in a while, there was a couple, like, P's or S's in between there. But anyway, Probably. that's a stupid tangent we're going off on there. Well, welcome, everybody, to Haunting Table uh, podcast, episode number 13. And if you haven't listened to episode number 12, go ahead and give that a check out. Uh, and where was that, Tyler? Uh, that was overseas in Scotland at, Scotland at uh, the Kenmouth, Kenmouth Aberdeen Shire in Scotland. Like I said, yeah, yeah, Scotland, good one. It was actually a really good episode. (laughs) It was, it was. I had fun with that one. (laughs) A lot of cool information in that episode. So, if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and give it a listen on, of course, all the major podcast apps. And if you haven't yet given us a review, please find it in yourself to give us a five star and then leave a worded review. Whether it's telling us uh, how many baked potatoes you can fit in your mouth. I don't care as long as you give us a five-star review that helps us out a bunch. That helps us get to the top of the charts. More people can see us and hear us. So appreciate for that, of course. Uh, and then if you haven't checked out any of our social media accounts, being haunting underscore table for Twitter and Instagram. And then now we have a website, of course, that we mentioned in the last episode. We're still super excited about www.hauntingtable.com. 
you can go in there and check out a bunch of stuff. And actually, something we have, something special we have going on right now. We'll give you a, a little insight at the end uh, for a future plan and something we got set up for a GoFundMe. So we'll 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 get into that later uh, towards the end of the episode, and we'll, I'll hand that over to Tyler for that. Um, I feel like that's all the intro stuff I usually do, right? I feel like I'm missing something. Am I missing? I mean, I know Did I'm going to get to the disclaimers, but okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, I guess everything's now centralized in our in our website, so I don't have to plug all these things anymore. If you go to the website, hauntingtable.com, everything's up there on the top right. You have the Instagram, the Twitter, all that fun stuff's up there. So we'll just jump into the disclaimers then, I guess. Well, cool. I've been holding this <laughs> I've been holding these these turds in for a week and I'm ready to lo- let them loose on your chest. So hopefully you waxed today so nothing gets caught in those hairs. But uh first and foremost, we <laughs> <laughs> I try not to laugh at that one. <laughs> we don't want you having no goddamn dingleberries on your chest now, all right? No, no chesticles, no chest dingleberries. <laughs> We're looking out for you and your best interest, and and we don't want you staining your shirts in a weird way. So, uh, right, that's that's what, that's the kind of love you get as a Ghost Squad member. But yeah, first and foremost, we're not pros, we're not professionals in anything we do. We are just a bunch of dudes, we're just a bunch, I don't know why I said a bunch, we're we're a couple of dudes that really enjoy ghost hunting, talking about the history of towns, talking about the history of buildings, what happened there, and making jokes, because we're dumb, and we say dumb shit, and that's kind of what we enjoy, so if, uh, just take it with a grain of salt, what we come to with this, uh, in this podcast is all, you know, no professionalism here. We try to be professional with some of the stuff, but for the most part... We're just three ghost boys having some ghost fun. Uh, so we're not professionals in podcasting, not professional audio, not professional anything. I'm a professional idiot. Tyler's a professional troll. And, of course, Anthony's an actual cop, of course. So, you know, whatever. Good for you, dude. Being all cool, upstanding whatever, and man. having I a legitimate career. Got your A name over here, top of the <laughs> class. You're a policeman. You're on the football <laughs> team. You're so cool. Yeah, I wish I was you. Anyway, so... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, so take that with a grain of salt. We are not professional ghost hunters, ghost busters, or ghost nutters. So, like I said, take that with a grain of salt. But of course, now, on to the other disclaimer turd. Anthony, which one is that? Get permission from the owner of the building. If you want to do what we do, it's always getting permission. So, make sure the law enforcement knows. Make sure the owner allows you into that specific area, into that building, to do your ghost squad investigation. Yes. Because as a law enforcement officer, I don't want to have to arrest my ghost squad fans <laughs> out there. It's going to be really awkward, really uncomfortable. Right. It's an easy way to get into contact with us, though, of course, but please don't do it. Please don't. <laughs> please don't do it. <laughs> always get per- Yes, always get permission. If you like what we do and want to do what we do, permission, please. Get that first, just as we do. We expect it from you. And then... Last, but definitely not least, the last little of that turd that's got to come out. Tyler, what is that? That is to make sure you are respectful. Obviously, like Jay said, we make jokes, we razz, we make sure, but at the end of the day, we make sure we're respectful to any people that are involved or their families of these stories that we tell. We try not to uh, denigrate or, you know, make fun of too bad, but uh, yeah, just be respectful, I guess. Same with, like, if you actually go and do these investigations, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, go and do these investigations to make sure to be respectful for the owners that are currently there, the building, all that good stuff. Just, yeah, do that. Don't be a douche. Yes, 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 yes. Be respectful. Yeah. We are respectful. We expect from the ghost squad. Lead by example, of course. So, 
I think that covers it. Without any further ado, we're just going to jump into this. I mean, this was a quick intro. Only eight minutes in, we're already about ready to start telling some story here. Let's go. So before we tell some story, I got a little, uh, of course. Hey, Tyler. Where are we today, buddy? Hey there, buddy. So we are in Virginia City, Nevada. I almost said Virginia. (laughs) <laughs> it, it crossed my mind to say that, but I didn't. So you're welcome. Hey, hey, there you go. So, <clears throat> around the like 19th century, there was the big mining craze, the gold rush, all that stuff out west. That was what turned Virginia City into the most important city between Denver and San Francisco. And that was because of what was called the Comstock load. Ha. Huh? Ha 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 ha! That is not what you it's think. It's a it is. big one. That is not what you think. Did you it say come stock load? <laughs> oh, you're hilarious! Yeah, no, it's not that. <laughs> it's a rich deposit of silver ore that was discovered by Henry Comstock. I'll give you a rich you're deposit, welcome. dude. <laughs> yeah, not that rich anymore because it's been a long year. Dried but anyway. Up. <laughs> it's been a long year. It's all dust just, now. Just dust. <laughs> just it's just no dust. silver in there. It's just the <laughs> dirt that it came in. Anyways, so uh, yeah, uh, that was the part owner of the property on which it was discovered was Henry Comstock, and that was in June of 1859. According to folklore, James Fenimore, which was nicknamed Old, I'm probably going to mispronounce this, Old Virginie Finney. <laughs> Yep. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Old no. Virginie Finney was, I guess, no his nickname. Yeah. Virgin. So Vir- that's Virginie. That's almost as good as Potato Joe. <laughs> yeah. Right. Virginie. Yeah, There's right. no way. Yeah. Uh, How's it yeah, spelled? How's it spelled? V V I R G I N N Y. So it's literally like Virgin and Ginny. Virginie. Like, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, so hey, it's your Virginie. Hey, what a Virginie. <laughs> Jesus. It it gets better. Okay. Okay. So, he christened the town, apparently, when he tripped and broke a bottle of whiskey at a saloon in the northern section of Gold Hill. <laughs> Way to go, Virginia. Later renamed to Virginia City. Don't know where you got that shit from, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Virginia. Good one. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Also, a little fun fact about uh, Henry Comstock for his nickname. <laughs> Is it? His nickname was his nickname was Pancake. Because what? he only made pancakes for breakfast. That dude's a fucking loser. It's waffles all day. It no, is all bro, fucking day. If, if you if the one thing you bring to the group is that you make pancakes for breakfast every day, you're a pretty useless person. I feel you're like a normally fucking loser. You nickname people based on what they bring to the group usually. It's like how you get a name is like this person is known for this. If you're just known for making pancakes and that's your nickname, that sucks, but I guess it's better than Virginie or Virginie or whatever. Yeah, I guess old old Virgin Finney over here, uh, <laughs> Virgin James Ginny. Fenimore. Anyway, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, his fucking name's his, his name's not even Waffle, which, like Anthony said, is definitely the superior of the two. So oh, you're really sure. not bringing anything. To sure. The dark horse is French toast too. That doesn't get it. Oh, much love. French toast, think- man. I would take French love. toast over pancakes for like sure. Actual French toast made with brown sugar. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. getting hungry. Let's move so, on. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta wrap this up, boys, because we're gonna go get something to eat. Yeah, right. Denny's, uh, right? Anyway. Denny's. Hey, shout out to Denny's yeah. for uh, shout you know, some Denny's. of you ghost, some of you ghost, uh, you you ghost squad, squad out there, you ghost squad mates. Yeah. You know what that is. So, Comstock was referred to as one of the original finders of gold in. Uh, see, I said Gold Canyon, but I thought it was Gold Hill. I don't know. Okay. Uh, original finders of gold in Gold Canyon, just south of Virginia City. He was actually said to have been really, really lazy, I guess. And he employed a lot of American Indians, so obviously not the greatest person ever. And I guess he was a fast talker, like a like a salesman. So apparently this guy wasn't uh, wasn't the best person around. And that, was, that was Virginia? No, that was Comstock. Oh, Comstock. So okay, Henry, Henry Comstock, the guy who... Did one thing, found silver, and then, hooray! Got rich. Now he's got a now he's got a load named after him. <laughs> so, that's so, since he was there for a lot of the original gold findings, his name pretty much stuck around the area. Like I said, with the Comstock load, all that good stuff. So yeah, I mean, could have been too great of a guy's nickname was Pancake. So yeah, yeah. right. Because I don't know about you, but <laughs> if someone comes up to me with their nickname being Pancake. Making pancakes every morning for breakfast is not the first thing I think of. That sounds like diabetes. <laughs> right? Literally. Well, yeah. I mean, just just in general, if someone comes to me, hey, this is his nickname's Pancake. I don't immediately think, oh, he makes pancakes in the morning. No, I, I think of things that are pretty gross. When bros give their bros nicknames, it's usually something pretty gross. So when I think of Pancake, <laughs> there's oh, a couple things that cross my mind. Oh, my God. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) So prospectors from all over the world uh, put money into the town itself by building mansions, hospitals, churches, apparently an opera house, and schools. They imported furniture, clothes, entertainment from all over the world, they said, mostly Europe and Asia. One of these places was Piper's Opera House, which I guess it still stands today, which... Kind of rings true for a lot of these buildings, which is really fucking awesome, by the way. That there's places here that are from what nineteen or eighteen sixties, and they're still like, all right, cool, yeah, these are still up today. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome. But the at the time, residents they played baseball. Uh, they went to a lot of the saloons, which I guess had more than a hundred at one point for this town. A hundred places to drink. Didn't think that this was Sterling, Illinois, but... Hell yeah. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Many attended school with the Fourth Ward School, which also is still standing. It is considered a must-stop for visitors to learn about the town history. So that's pretty neat. One One of the biggest events that happened here was on the morning of October 25th. There was an enormous fire which was dubbed the Great Fire of 1875. It saw buildings get caught ablaze. The mines were filled with fire and smoke. Apparently, it started, it's said to have started in a boarding house, which I don't know what a boarding house is. Uh, To be honest with you. That's that's almost like a hostel, right? A boarding house for certain... A lodging house where meals are provided. Okay, so yeah, so it's pretty much like a yeah, so like hospital. It's like yeah, a bed and breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like yeah, yeah, more yeah. more so more of a permanent thing. 
Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So it's like those yeah. shady motels, like the, 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 you know, where you can the stay long shitty. Yeah, right. People like, like live there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you mean one the extended stays? That's what I'm looking for. The extended yeah. stay hotels. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so this uh, this fire was said to have started in the boarding house of Crazy Kate. I guess was her name. I love these. These are great names. Crazy I wish, Kate. I wish we still name. I, I wish we still name people like like that. Like now I we do. We, we do. Just different verbiage. <laughs> Like instead of crazy Sorry. Kate today it would probably be yo that bitch Kate <laughs> probably is what it would be <laughs> basically the same <laughs> meaning <laughs> psycho ass bitch Kate <laughs> burn the damn town down <laughs> the psycho ass bitch Kate <laughs> and pancakes like would crazy. still be pancakes yeah right exactly so um almost instantly it said there were eight thousand people that were homeless with this fire because it just it just raged yeah. out of control. Everything there was probably made out of just dry ass wood. Yep, being in Nevada. Yep. Yeah. A a quote from the from the time, and I did not have I did not write down who had said this, but I can find out super quick here. I believe. Let me go back. He's hacking into the mainframe. You can it's, hear him typing. Uh, Type away. Clickety click 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 click. This is uh this is enhancing the right now. enhancing enhancing enhancing. He's in the mainframe. So <laughs> the uh, it said a breath of hell melted the portion of the town to ruins mm. and that was i guess by the i don't know what the hell the territorial enterprise is i'm glad i did so much research to find out it was just a company or something <laughs> but anyway that was hey, that's what they said and that's yeah. pretty fucking descriptive the breath of hell melted the town breath to ruins. of hell that's a pretty Holy that's a pretty shit. cool way to say it a breath of yeah. hell Chicago's just yeah. like this cow kicked over a <laughs> lamp and it lit our entire town on fire. Oh yeah. no! In Nevada, it's a breath of hell, and then in Chicago, it's like that damn cow. <laughs> damn you, Bessie! Damn you, Bessie! I loved you. <laughs> God damn it's it! It's like okay, this is this is Chicago, not not down south. Yeah, this is not Iowa. Jesus, damn it, Bessie. Uh, the total loss for the city was estimated at $10 million. Luckily, the casualties were very, very low. It didn't give an exact number, but I mean. That I money, know. was that $10 million their time or $10 million our time? I'm assuming their time. I, I don't know. It, 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 it never specified which one. It just said estimate at $10 million. So I, I'm not 100% positive. I mean, it, it probably, so that's probably our time more than likely. Um, so whatever the it, it would have been less then, but that's like the inflation, like all that shit. Yeah, I got so, you. But because it never specified, like if that was their time, because that if that was like if they it was like ten million dollars their time, now that would be like like a, a lot. Like that'd be a lot, a lot of fucking money. Yeah. So, but it never specified, but it was ten million dollars was the damage. Like I said casualties were really low, and restoring the town started almost immediately after it was over. And in less than a year, most everything was rebuilt. There, there was even the international Ho- international hotel was rebuilt as well, and it had it was actually a six story hotel, and was home to Nevada's first elevator. 
So you got to keep that. Oh, cool. Got to keep that in. Yeah. And uh, keep that up. Keep That's that cool. Yeah. Yeah. Virginia City once had roughly 25,000 residents, and it was described as a booming metropolis. 25,000 back went. then? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And it made it one of the largest cities west of Denver at the time. So this would have been back in, like, around, like, the before the 1900s was when this was. Yeah. So today it is drastically different because it's only home to 1,200. So 1,200. Jesus Christ. What a drop. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what it was. Thousands of people would go where the mining is, and then once it dried up, they left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really want to go out there with you guys sometime and just go to those vacant, abandoned towns. I Hell think that's yeah. super fucking cool. Hell yeah. We could right. we could do a whole uh, a special month where we do four episodes in that area of, you know, different places that we went that we might have, you know, found stuff or done ghost hunting just in like a Nevada trip month. Yeah, that'd be so cool. That and uh, like New Orleans, like Louisiana would be. Ooh, those are probably hell yeah! Oh yes, New Orleans. Would I'm be literally so much coming fun. in my pants right now. <laughs> I got family in Louisiana, so I'm down. We should so do that. Let's do it. I'm down. I'm not as excited as you guys, but let's let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we could tell. I, we could tell. It's, it's. I mean, I'm only like half chub right now. I, I haven't exactly. Oh, I'm full. Like I'm Anthony, full. So. My pants are sticky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pitching. I'm pitching two tents over here. Two nice. two tents. Two anyway, tents. Oh, can you explain that? No, <laughs> I can, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that to the we'll imagination. S- yeah, I'll let you guys think about that. <laughs> I'll hop yeah, on that. Right. I'll if let anyone, that fester. If any, if any if any listeners want to start uh, the first haunting table fan fiction, <laughs> topic. Yes. One with that. How did he fucking email it to us? How did he? My OnlyFans coming soon. (laughs) I'm just pitching tents. That's the whole OnlyFans. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Wouldn't that be great? Us just like just out in the woods, just like hammering tents in and just pitching a tent. Yeah, just just setting up a tent, leasing, just literally leaving, (laughs) just leaving it there. Yeah, that would would be fantastic. The Ghost Boys pinch uh, pitch tents together. I keep saying pinch tents. Anyway, moving on. So. Uh, visitors to Virginia City can now walk past all the historic buildings. Like I said, they're still standing. It's almost like a step back in time, which if you look at some of the pictures of there, which we'll put them up on Instagram and everything. So go and follow yeah. that if you will. Haunting underscore table. Haunting underscore table. Yeah. Or you can just go to hauntingtable.com and click any of the links in the top right of the page. Oh, you could do that too. Yes. So what the hell was that? It's almost like a step back in time. <laughs> That's a that weird was, ass accent. That was, was that German? That was, was yas. <laughs> okay. All right. So, <laughs> if you go to our website and check out hauntingtable.com, you'll have all these pictures. Please, please, I don't know what stop. I'm doing. I'm combining please stop. like four things. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> no. Can't stop. Uh, stop. All right, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> so, uh,. They're also so on there. Uh, one cool thing, like on the website for it's visit virginia city nv.com. If you go on there, 
they have a whole bunch of like videos of like these people that are like still working there, like all the shops that are there. And it, it, it's still, it, it, it looks like it's just literally taken straight from like, you know, that time period. Yeah. It's really, really cool. I love places like that. Yeah. Like the, the, the building we're doing the whole episode on, you'll see pictures of that and you'll see what we mean. Yeah. It, it, it is super, super, super neat. So they had like a whole like distillery and like all this stuff there. It just, it, it looks so cool, man. So go check out their website for sure. You can see a lot of that stuff too. Oh yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, that is Virginia City. That's where we're at, boys. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. That was some good research there, buddy. Yeah, good job, bro. Good job, good job, good job. Wow, cool, Anthony. Just cut <sighs> Yeah, just step all over right that. I'm jealous because I don't have one, so <laughs> fuck you and your soundbite, bitch. I, I, I may have thought of one for you, so I'll be I'll be throwing that together soon, Anthony, and you can stop complaining. So Stop uh, complaining. Yeah, Anthony, you bitch. All right, anyway, Yeah. now that we know where we are, what are we in? Virtually, of course, because we're not anywhere besides our bedrooms. Uh, I I think we should just start off. I'm going to start off instead of where we are. Uh, there's not as much building history as there is history of the person behind the building. Um, so we're just going to go into the Mackie Mansion is where we're at today. But we're going to talk about John William McKay. I keep saying Mackie, but it's McKay. So John William McKay was a super rich dude, as you will hear uh in a second here. John William McKay was born November 28th, 1831 to July 20th, 1902. He was an Irish-American industrialist. Mackie McKay was one of the four Bonanza Kings. <laughs> That's kind of kind of cool. The Bonanza Kings, also called the <laughs> Silver Kings. <laughs> Well, like the PBS show that was back in the day, <laughs> yeah, right. Bonanza. Bonanza or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, I remember that, <laughs> bro. You're agent, we're aging ourselves here. Uh, but the Bonan- bananas and pajamas. <laughs> the, the Bonanza Kings, who are also called the Silver Kings, was a nickname given to the four men who started the stock brokerage called Flood and O'Brien, more commonly known as the Bonanza Firm, a partnership which capitalized on the wealth generation generated by silver mines and the Comstock load. He also headed the telegraph business that laid transatlantic cables, and he helped finance the New York, Texas, and Mexican Railway Company. This dude was fifth, was rolling in it. <laughs> this guy was rich. Uh, in his early years, now I'm reading all this from Wikipedia. I did a lot of looking around in regards to uh, John McKay, but wikipedia here has the most concise information all in one spot so as we know from the last episode who knows if this is accurate because <laughs> the the last episode we did it wasn't very accurate well it might have been but it's hard to tell so we'll just move on uh john william mckay was born in dublin to a working class family they had a dirt floor hovel shared with a pig and so i mean talking about coming up from nothing yeah. The dude had no fucking effort. floor. He had no floor. He went from literally living with a pig to being a billionaire. That's insane. That's a fucking glow up if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> That's, that is a glow up. Uh, in 1840, the family emerged to the no- notorious... F- <laughs> hang on, hang on. What's that? Could you imagine... <laughs> what? Could you, could you imagine his throwback Thursday where it's just him, like, in bed with a pig, and then it's, like, him, like, on a fucking gold throne? That's <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> with a pig. 
with another pig. It's, it's, the, same pig. it's the same pig. He's like, I, I, my, my, when I eat, my, my boys eat. So he, he <laughs> but, the, but, but the pig's got like a gold chain on for some He's reason. He's got a grill. He's got a gold grill in his yeah. mouth. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! That pig's living large. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. No, that's funny. Going, man. <laughs> All right. In 1840, the family emerged, uh, immigrated to the notorious Five Points slum in Lower Manhattan. His father died soon after. As a boy, McKay hawked newspapers. So. He was a new he was a newsie, such as the New York Herald, and later apprenticed at William H. Webb Shipyard to support his mother and his sister. Um so that's like the early stuff. But now moving on to the gold and silver mining, what got him his money. In eighteen fifty one he sailed by clipper around the Horn to California and worked eight years in placer gold fields, as we talked before about placer gold. That's uh in the mine uh deposits so it's just like placer mining is the mining of stream beds, deposits for material, uh, deposits for minerals. This may be done uh, open pit or by various surfaces excavating or tunneling equipment. So this is like just like the thin place, the little pieces of gold you find. It's not like the big ingots. Placer gold's like the little like when you see people in the stream, they're sifting and then they find little pieces of gold. That's placer gold. Uh, so he spent most of his eight years in placer gold fields in Sierra County. S I E R R A, Syrah, Syrah, I'm assuming. I don't know. Without much success. So in 1859, he went to Virginia City, Nevada, site of the recently discovered, at the time, Comstock Load. And there began work at $4 a day, laboring in a mine by day and working his own small claims in his spare time. The guy was making four dollars a day. A day, in that time that's though, awesome. that's a decent that's that's a decent, decent. living. But still, four dollars a day, and then today people are like, we got to be making twenty dollars an hour. That's insane. Twenty dollars an hour, and this guy made four dollars a fucking day. God, what a boss. Um. So anyway, he boss bought ass bitch. Boss ass bitch. He bought so by the way, small claims. It, what time? What time was that? Like what year was that? Eighteen fifty-nine. So, um, oh, I could hear him hacking into the mainframe. She's hacking into the mainframe. Four dollars a day. A day. That's a hundred and twenty-five dollars <laughs> a day. By the way, so that's so like today making one hundred twenty-five dollars a day. That's a decent. That's an okay living. That's that's getting you by. But it's that's, just. I mean, that's like. Almost four thousand dollars a month. Actually. Oh, I guess that's right. I guess that would be pretty good. Uh, I don't yeah. think our fans are here for for financial for for financial things oh. like the. Yeah, says the guy who did the exact same thing like four <laughs> episodes. Anthony. Yeah, yeah no, and I got raked over the coals for it. So. He's, he's just ah, upset. He was bad. Now, now they can <laughs> rake me over the coals. Go ahead, do it. He's, just, he's just upset. He he's didn't click it. it. He didn't. He's he didn't hack into shit. the mainframe faster than you. That's what he's upset about. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. <laughs> he he bought small claims or feet, it's in quotes feet, and used the proceeds of his labor and fines to buy more feet. I don't know what the fuck feet is. It doesn't explain it here. What is that? Just imagine just feet. He's just like buying literal, feet. He's just literally feet. just buying feet, dude. That it's yeah, just, that's what's on like the bottom of your like you got your, you got your calf 
Use your ankle and then your feet. Like that's like- in 1865, he used his savings. <laughs> <laughs> he used his savings to buy into the Kentucky mine and hit big. He was suddenly worth. He was making four dollars a day, and then he bought into the Kentucky mine and hit big. And then he was suddenly, like that, worth 1.6 million in today's dollars. So more than no, no, sorry, worth 1.6 million then at that time. Holy shit. More than wow. enough to retire for life. Yeah. More than enough wow. to refer- retire for life. He then began investing in other mines, sometimes risking everything he had. He formed a business partnership with fellow Irishman James Graham Fair, James C. Flood. Just fucking James, dudes. <laughs> James and Johns. A bunch of James hanging out with each other. <laughs> Just a bunch of, yo, welcome to the James Club. Welcome. That's, that's why they had such why, weird nicknames. That's why they had the- yeah, that's why, that's why they had nicknames, because all these dumbasses named John and James are all the same names, so they had to have nicknames. <laughs> well, back then, they had like 10 children. Everybody did, so it was like- Well, that's because back then, out it, was like, it was like throwing uh, wet noodles at the wall and seeing what stuck. You just popped out kids, and hope, hopefully some of them make it past five years old. So, right. uh, so James Fair, James Flood, William O'Brien, and then they were, of course, later known as the Bonza Kings, or Bonanza Kings. The four dealt in mining stocks and operated silver mines and had a success in the Hale and Nor- Norcross mine in 1871. Using proceeds from the Hale and Norcross, they bought out a number of small mines claims under the name of the Consolidating Virginia Mining Company and later added to the uh, nearby California mine. In 1873, the, the Con Virginia made the greatest, so Con Virginia, that was his mining made the greatest ore body discovery ever found in North America known as the big bonanza. The strike would pay out us $181 billion in current dollars. Holy fuck. With his portion, McKay's portion being about 50 billion. Wow. That is nuts. Could you imagine? I mean, I'm not saying like that just happened. He just he 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 worked for that shit. This wasn't something he just came across. Of course, yeah, it was you know one good find had him set for life. But the dude grew up on dirt with a pig. <laughs> so funny to me. To now being a billionaire. Uh, the bonanza was the bonanza was in a location previously overlooked and outside where other strikes had been found. The four-way partnership was more commonly known as the Bonanza Firm. Uh, With the proceeds together, they had established the Bank of Nevada of San Francisco to complete with the Bank of California. So that's pretty insane. I mean, there's a lot more information here, but I feel like that's just... I just wanted to give a background on who he was and what he did. Yeah, dude, that guy was a baller. Fucking baller. He grew up with a pig... And then made one. So, can you? Can one of you? Uh, Did he bring the pig with him? Did he bring the pig with him to success? We hope. We oh, hope. Uh, he better. If not, I lose all respect for him. Yeah, exactly. Same. Yeah, like I know a, where you come from. Like we said earlier, you know, <laughs> I, I I like to think he had the mentality: if I eat, my boys eat, and the pig being one of his boys, you know. Uh, can you look up for me real quick, Tyler? Can you hack into that mainframe and do a uh, one point six million inflation from eighteen sixty five? What eighteen? It's, what one? Uh, 
It's it's been off my screen for a few minutes. Um, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably had it. I just didn't want to say it. It's uh, fifty million two hundred and eleven thousand eight hundred fifty-five dollars today. So that's how much he, he so would have made today. Fifty million. Fifty million. But then he yeah. struck and made fifty billion. That's insane. Just yeah. Could you? How many zeros is that? Billion. Uh, nine. Billion? Nine. So that'd be ten zeros. Five and then ten zeros. But that's today's dollars. You don't have to do inflation on that. That was already, they, they their payout was one hundred and eighty one billion in current money. Okay. Yeah. I mean that's Jesus. Christ. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine being that <clears throat> having just money that you literally could not spend if you wanted to. Sounds like some people today. <laughs> he literally could not spend fifty billion dollars if he wanted to in his lifetime. He could give it away, sure. But if he wanted to spend it on things, it would take him a lifetime to spend $50 billion. Right. That's crazy. Um, okay, so yeah, so that's that's the background on John McKay. So now let's move on to what the whole podcast episode is about, and that is the McKay Mansion. And in the McKay Mansion in Virginia City, Nevada, is one of the Comstock Lode's oldest and best-preserved buildings. Built in 1860, the mansion was originally the offices of the Gold and Curry Mining Company, which was a part of his his group there with Jay Gold, uh, somebody he worked with uh, with the Western Union Telegraph Company, um, as well as housing for the mine superintendent the mansion was. The home's first resident was a young George Hurst, who was the superintendent of the Gold and Curry Company. Uh, Hurst would make the beginnings of the vast fortune in Virginia City and become one of the the West's most famous characters. The structure contained a vault where where bullion and cash from the uh, store. uh, Oh, okay. That's for some reason this was typed with a U. It's billion in cash. (laughs) Billions in cash where the gold and curry mine was stored in the 1800s. Two men attempted to rob the vault only to find that an armed guard was stationed inside. Uh, the two men were killed because of it. So they were killed inside by the vault. Uh, the McKay Mansion was spared from the devastation in 1875. Virginia uh, was spared, so it, it didn't get burnt at all from the fire, which, of course, burned a large portion of the city and left tens of thousands. Tens, this says 10,000 people homeless. Um Bonanza King John McKay lost his home in the fire and subsequently moved into the mansion, hence the name McKay Mansion, which is still used today. That's basically all the information I could find about the building. Uh, they still they, they do a bunch of uh, tours and stuff. You can go and it seems pretty cool, but I would actually like to go and do a investigation myself there. But yeah, that's that's the McKay Mansion. That's a little background on John William McKay and his f- fucking rich pig. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Hell yeah, dude. Good job. That was a fucking awesome research job. Thanks, to man. To the point. Hit all those points. <laughs> all those points. Excellent. Uh, just side note, net worth, when he died, he was worth approximately $3 million. So <laughs> he he spent a lot of his money on railways <laughs> and houses and, and other stuff. Fucking for fur coats for his pig right uh just a quick death on him mckay died of heart failure uh in 1902 in london 
He was buried in Greenwood Cemetery in Greenwood Heights, Brooklyn. His mausoleum was uh, described in 2018 by Schreibner Associate Editor Sarah Goldberg as by far the most impressive mausoleum in the century atop a shady hill. So, cool, cool. Cool beans. Anyway, now, now that we know where we are, what we're in, what are we here for, Anthony? Tell us about some of the cool ghost shit you got going on there. Uh, there was actually quite a few. This one was a little bit easier to find than others that I actually had to dig really deep. Yeah. This one was kind of in my face, and I wasn't mad about it. So Hell yeah. Alleg- allegedly, there's there's uh, somewhat you know, different stories on how many spirits kind of reside at the mansion. Some say seven. Some say four. I'm going to give you, I think, five from my research that like kind of documented proof or evidence of or at least people witnessed them yeah okay so we got one the little girl dressed in white and i will get back to her in a little bit because there's something a little bit interesting with that story itself and uh, a famous actor that got to witness her if you uh, listen to the she- intro that's already spoiled <laughs> sorry spoilers <laughs> no no yeah i, I spoiled <laughs> it with the intro <laughs> no, that's fine that's fine uh <laughs> Uh, so pretty much Johnny Depp uh, did was staying there. <laughs> I love it. So pretty much Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, fucking you know Johnny Depp. You should have told me you, you didn't know, want me to have whatever. it in the intro. You should have said I, sh- I should have kept it out of the intro. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. So it's Johnny Depp. Stop yelling. Actually, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm like, wait, what? So Johnny Depp, uh, he actually have an article about like what he described out of, described out of his own words. Uh, sh- this little girl is seen to kind of roam the halls, show up in the bedrooms, and kind of show herself to people. We got an elderly female, possibly the lady of the house, aka, uh, is it Matt? How do you pronounce it? I uh, I believe it's McKay. It's how okay. it's spelled M A C K A Y. So McKay makes sense. So, Miss McKay, uh, she's appeared to to linger in the favorite spots of the second floor. Uh, there's the former colonel. This apparition chooses to sit at the kitchen, his favorite way to pass the time. Long after his death, his presence remains and has been felt by many psychics. And then four, a focused, uh, conscientious woman is what they call her. This apparition is possibly a servant, seems to kind of keep herself busy. People see her walk up and down the stairs like in a hurry kind of fashion. Makes them think that she was maybe a servant and she's running chores around the house. That sounds right, like right. more of a residual, like an, a, res, a residual haunting than next. Not like spirit, an intelligent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of what we're at. I'm trying to get to. So today I found a few articles, and here's one of them. Today still stands proudly, giving tours and teaching the history. of John in the mining, which we already learned about. One of the spirits to haunt is that of a small child dressed in white, which is the 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 small child in white. The doesn't usually allow overnight guests, but however, an exception was made for Johnny Depp, who was shooting the movie Dead Man. Johnny reported seeing this ghostly child while staying there, and hearing it playing in the room across the hall. And then it also goes into the colonel being seen in the kitchen sitting down. And possibly being the reason for causing the footsteps around the house. Another article was saying that it was built in 1860, like we learned. It also 
calls out a little girl and the colonel. So I'm just saying this because these are different websites, different eyewitness accounts, all saying the same thing. When you have multiple people all saying the same thing, it shows a little bit of validity to their stories. Right. It's hard to believe that they're all just like contacting each other. Okay, now you say this and you say this. So there's, there's more validity to it when there's more people saying the same thing. Correct. So this was the fifth, the fifth spirit, allegedly. When the Great Fire swept through the town, uh, McKay asked that the mansion be saved. In return, he promised to rebuild the St. Mary in the Mountains Church. Or sorry, St. Mary in the Mountains Church, which is also supposedly haunted. Still, the fire was said to have killed a miner on the property who's been seen in the nearby a mi- gazebo. <laughs> a miner like a young kid or a miner like a... <laughs> miner <so> like a <laughs> uh, 49er. Like a, a prospector. Did you just, wait, did you just, did you just quote Scooby-Doo? <laughs> he did. The he miner did. 49er? Yep. Yes, oh, I did. God. I do nice. love me some Scooby-Doo. I'm nice. glad you guys oh, yeah. got that reference. <laughs> of course dude, you did, dude. We all, we all yeah, grew up oh on that God. shit. <laughs> watching, I was like, miner 49er, really? This man's doing it? I fucking love it. Bro, I grew up so, watching yeah. Cartoon Network and Boomerang. I watched all of them, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. So, supposedly a tall shadowy figure is seen by the gazebo, which sits atop a 115-foot mine shaft. So, there's also that miner that walks around the gazebo on the property of the mansion. These are, before I get to the the Johnny Depp, I guess, narrative, these are some of the uh, reviews of people that took the tours and stuff like that. This is by... Philip Philip stumbled across Virginia City while they were staying at Lake Tahoe. Uh, the tour guide was brilliant. Not on my own, that's for sure. The tour guide was, oh, sorry, uh, too sure of her name, but she was an ace. Went downstairs into the dining room, which was accidentally left open by a member of the staff. We didn't know this at the time. Me and my boyfriend walked around the dining, the dining table whilst another couple was behind us, only for the cupboard doors to open on their own. The couple behind us were totally creeped out like, like we were, thankfully, another member of the staff quickly hushed us out of the dining room. So they, they, you know how sometimes they have roped off areas yeah, in yeah, these yeah. like museums. They end up stumbling into a, a roped off area that was. How do you roped accidentally off. stumble into a roped off area? Well, it wasn't. Well, you, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, like okay. so. That's why it says one of the members left the room open. So they, there was no rope to tell them they can't be there. They walked around the dining ah. room and then. All of the cupboards just open up at the same oh, time. Fuck that, <laughs> oh, dude. Fuck I, that, they, yeah. Hell no. Nah, right. So that's. <laughs> I was just like, fuck that noise. And then here's a here's another one that I found that was super interesting too. Another super haunted visit is what it's called by Mystic Girl. <laughs> nice name. Nice Mystic Girl. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, what I was up? here. To- <laughs> <laughs> what up girl i was here during a ghost event and had an awesome time with a friend who also had a paranormal experience as well i saw a full-on apparition when i was outside in the outside bathroom and was later told i encountered the intimidating spirit who likes to scare female visitors who also are there to investigate it is quite startling but super awesome as i'm a paranormal investigator so she just saw a, a an actual apparition just come out and just yeah I, mean, yeah, I don't know what he did. It, she didn't get into too much detail with it, but he I, obviously like looked at her or like said something to her or just like did something creepy. I can't wait because... to see my first as- apparition. I, I haven't really seen like an actual full-on apparition. I've only seen silhouettes and heard things. 
yeah, like I I feel like I'm gonna poop my my pants. Right? Yeah, we're all we're all big and mighty. Like we can go into these buildings and not be terrified. But as soon as something walks in front of me and goes, "Hey, yo, what up? I'm a ghost," I'm probably gonna freak out. He puts his dick ghost on, or his ghost dick on the table. Says, "Bitch, I'm right here, motherfucker. Big dick energy. What are you gonna do I, yeah, about it?" I'm only gonna be afraid that I mean, the I'm, fact that ghost has I'm a bigger dick than me. Then. He's gonna put another. Like, t- yeah, that's all it is. Can I be your friend? It's just gonna <laughs> his dick is just gonna intimidate me because I'm so self conscious about mine. So that's that's all it is. Yeah, it's like, god damn, dude. Why do you have that big of a why is, dick? Why is your cock so big, bro? You're a ghost. Like, stop fucking fronting. <laughs> that doesn't seem like something you should be worried about, okay? Also, why is that, that what you're showing me? Shouldn't you be, like, doing unfinished business or some shit? Why are you yeah. showing me His a ghost dick? business was to just fucking intimidate <laughs> everyone with a gigantic cock. That was how he died, was dick in his hand? <laughs> Jesus. Masturbation accident. <laughs> He's like, my unfinished business, not everybody in the world it. has seen my dick yet. That's his unfinished business. Oh, that would oh. be mine, though, honestly. I hope I never die, but okay. that's probably what mine's <laughs> going to be. Just want to so, show my dick. This, uh, I finally found that article. Uh, the, <laughs> it's the interview uh, with Johnny Depp in 1995. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get to the actual. Okay, so here. that 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 gives more credibility to it as well because that's before Johnny Depp went crazy and then came back to be insane. Because yeah. there, there was a time between '95 and now that he went nuts, and now he's you know of course sane again. But yeah, so I agree he did kind of lose it for a little bit. But this is what he said: it it chose me, it came to me. God, he's such a fucking douche. Uh, it chose <laughs> to me. <laughs> It came to me, he says, speaking not of the ghost, but of the, uh, of the script and the writer, blah, blah, blah. So he's talking about the script on this one. Um, sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to get to the, okay. the actual ghost part sure, in sure. the Mark Hotel. So blah, blah, blah. He's, uh, he's hacking into the mainframe now as well. Yeah. You, do you guys want to talk? Actually, and then Anthony, I did. Here, I'm going to I'm going to read because unless you already have these two from our favorite website, hauntedplaces.com or dot org. I there's a couple of pretty interesting quotes here by people that were there. Some reviews. Uh, Mary Mounts. Oh. Do you have any of this, Anthony? Or, or do you care? If no, I read no. It? You go okay. ahead. So Mary Mounts, March tenth, twenty fifteen. She writes. Apparently, this is the building in which my great grandmother died in when she was twenty eight or thirty eight, depending on the article you read. She was a servant there and fell down the stairs. She was called Rickety Kate, and she had rickets as a child. Her daughter was born in an orphanage in Reno. She was taken away from her when Kate was uh, convicted of selling alcohol to the Native Indians. Uh, She had such a sad life. So I'm assuming her mom was the orphan in Reno. I don't know. But anyway, the next one uh, is Friend, October 10th, 2018. His name is just Friend. I'm assuming he didn't want to write his name in there. Uh, Been there three times. Two times we had something happen. First time we went, my son, five years old, said he felt... A ghost walked through him at the bottom of the stairs and felt chills to the bone. Same time he felt that. Uh, so that's kind of cool that she talks about someone that's falling down the stairs and then his five-year-old feels something at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, I also heard a noise in the area right before. Uh, it was just us two in the guide and the guide in the building. These people, both of these reviews, they just don't use the word the. They just it's just run on sentences without the. Uh, it was just us and the guide in building. 
Uh, it took my son about a year to get the courage to go in again. Second time, it was really big tour of 20 people. When we were out back, we heard a man laugh normally, and there wasn't any anyone there. Third time was another big tour. Nothing happened. Yes, I feel it is haunted. So I just summarized. Sorry, I that's freaking crazy. I, yeah. I, I read it. The interview was more about his movies, but there was a small clip. It pretty much he was in his room, the spirit ghost showed itself the 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 little girl didn't look all there and he could tell it was a spirit the end so i just you know i johnny Depp, the actor and and master masterful masterful storyteller i don't know why that was so hard for me to say there i just had a stroke it's because you're not johnny Depp. it's because i'm not johnny Depp. yeah i'm not a masterful storyteller i even stumbled on it that time can we move on i'm just fucking stumbling on yeah words. grab that other <laughs> grab that other one you were talking about the other what Oh, I thought there was multiple ones. Or just no, that just those one. two. There was just two. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. So, yeah, dude, this place was definitely... I think this is one of the more haunted remote locations that we actually found. I would love to actually go to it. I th- I think the Axe Murder House is probably the most... Uh, See, but remember we talked about... The, it's the coolest with, story. Yeah, coolest story, but yeah. I mean actually spiritually Actually occupied. haunted, yeah, true, true, true. So, spiritually occupied, we're going to take these people's word for it, and so we could actually go there. And I would love to. And True. I'm also kind of using these uh, remote episodes as making marks for places we want to go later. So, we could look back and say, hey, let's go here. We did a whole story on this. Let's go to the McKay Mansion. That'd be cool. So, hopefully in the future, we'll give you some actual investigations of these places well probably at that time it's probably going to be long in the future we'll probably just go over some of the town history and some of the history again but mainly just focus the whole episode on the investigation itself so let us let us know if you want message us on instagram or send us something on twitter let us know if, if you if you would like us to go and do an actual investigation here even though you already heard the story and just have it about the investigation the whole episode we'll just sit down and talk about a brief brief recap of the history and the story and then go into uh, our investigation. But anyway, back to you, Anthony. That's, that's really all I have. I mean, obviously, I tried to reach out to some paranormal groups, and sometimes they get back to me, sometimes they don't. So yeah. just a heads up to the fans. You're going to get some of my recorder interviews. Sometimes you're just going to get anecdotes that I find online. So Yeah, we- we we try our hardest to get the interviews because us personally we love that we love listening to that hearing other people talk uh, over us sometimes is nice. <laughs> I mean I know we have a podcast and we do this because we like, but we didn't do it just because we like talking. So we do enjoy having other people tell us their testimonies and their stories. Um, I so moving forward we're gonna definitely try try even more to get set on what we want and then get these calls and interviews done in advance. Moving forward, at least we're gonna try a little bit harder because I guess some of these people, even a week or two, is not enough <laughs> for them to call us back. Uh, but yeah, other they're than that, I mean, important. yeah, they're too important investigating other places. So, or I guess whatever. But yeah, I guess that that wraps it up then, right? Yes, it does. I, that's okay. everything I got. All right. Well, then that wraps up for episode number thirteen, the McKay Mansion. This is a, a short episode here. These remote episodes, like we said before, are going to be shorter, about an hour long. We don't want to. We don't want to tire you out listening to too much history and other people's stories. Uh, but next week, next week, next Monday, we are giving. We're starting. This is the start of the new format 
where we're doing three remotes and then one actual investigation. So stay tuned for next week because we do have the national building where we did go and investigate. We got some pretty cool stuff. Uh, so yeah. Oh yeah, we did. Um, that'll be episode 14 next Monday. But anyway, thank you everybody for listening to this episode number 13 of the McKay Mansion. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by in Virginia City, Nevada. Now, before we go, of course, a couple of things we want to go over. Um, no merch yet. We're still we're still struggling on what we want to do here because we do we want to bring you guys a an affordable merch store. We don't want to we don't want to charge you guys too much. And then, of course, there is the other side too, where we do also want to make a profit. Not too much, but we we want to be able to to fund what we do, you know. So we we got stuff like that we're gonna discuss, and that's gonna go up on the website soon. But like we said at the beginning, we do have a website, and Tyler, go ahead and jump into the website, jump into what's on the website, and the GoFundMe. The sorry website that is going to be www.hauntingtable.com. That is gonna have a short little. Uh, about me, which I'm going to go. So pretty much everything on here right now, I guess to start off minus like the episodes are going to be kind of short and sweet just to have something up here and a general hub to go to. But I've been jotting down ideas and stuff I want to add on here. So I'm going to flesh out a lot of this and make it pretty cool, hopefully. But on there, you have links to all the episodes. You got Spotify and Apple. You got a contact for us that has our email, which would be thehauntingtable at gmail.com. Send us any locations that you know about. We have had people do that, which is awesome. We appreciate it. Hell yeah. To uh, you, thank you so much tips. to all you people that have done that and that have emailed us with anything. We, we, we love it so much. You don't have to help us out just monetarily. You can help us out with information. Email us. Yeah. We love it. Thank you for those that have reached out to us. Uh, also, any podcasting tips, any feedback you have for us, something we can improve yes. on. We're not and pros. most importantly, puppy picks for Puppy Sunday. Puppy so, Sunday. So not I was, on that at all. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was literally in the Google Drive. I got a picture out, and I was going to Instagram to, to upload it and do Puppy Sunday. And then I looked, like, oh, Tyler already did it. Cool. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. I, did it. I just was like, all right, we're just going to do it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, good deal. Also on our website, you have your our links to Instagram, to Facebook, to Twitter. Those are haunting underscore table for Instagram and Twitter, or Facebook is haunting table. And there's also a link to our Patreon as well as a donate button, which will take you to PayPal if you would like to just donate and produce just any episode that's out there. Yes, if you want to help be a, produ- a producer for any episode, uh, it gives you the ability to leave a note and it gives you the ability to hear your note read out on an episode so yep. uh if ever you feel the need to do that please go ahead as well as our newly made gofundme for the pythion castle which is in missouri i don't i feel like it was it's like central missouri i don't remember the exact city however this place is awesome look awesome like Bro, we're trying to go to a castle. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking castle. That man. was a, a a World War II prisoner camp. So yeah. definitely a lot of shit going on there. Yes. So what we are trying to do, and with your guys' help, we are trying to get that episode made. We have 
obviously we have our own budgets and this is a little bit outside of our budget. So this right. is our our ask for help here. This is our call to so, action to the ghost squad. Yep. Go it's right on our website. It is on our link is on our Facebook page as well. But easiest way to get there is on our website. Right. There's a nice big old red button on there. Click that baby. Take it right to our GoFundMe. We by the way, are getting close to our goal. Our right. goal is six hundred dollars. That gets us into the castle. That gets us there, and anything we lodging. need kind of in between. Yeah. That gets yep. us lodging, travel, and then the actual stay. So yes, that's what the six hundred covers. Uh, it's all it's all listed in there in the description. And we just posted this what two days ago, and we're already over halfway there. That is awesome. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Exactly. So there's a whole list of like. Or a whole little like kind of synopsis of the story of what this was and all that. I said uh, it has what this will actually go to, like Jay mentioned. And then we are also going to do a giveaway for this, which will go along with our merch as well. Mm-hmm. Where for every $5 that you donate to this GoFundMe, that's how many entrances or entries to this giveaway. We're going to have three prizes. Follow... The GoFundMe, our socials, all that. We'll announce everything on there. Obviously, we'll announce it on here as well with, during with, the uh, episode. With but. the exclusion of direct family, though, of course, we're not gonna. This is right. We're not gonna have our family donate a bunch of money and then also get the giveaway. This it, it, it's yes. this is just for the Ghost Squad that isn't direct family. Yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> but we are excited. I'm pumped. If hell yeah, if this we, we yeah. are shooting for May, right. That is the the ultimate goal. Mid-May, we have stuff lined up. Maybe even April, honestly. So we might be able to get in here in April as well. But we're going to get in here. And like I said, we are doing this with your help. We appreciate it. Yeah. Same with everyone who's donated. We appreciate it already. We'll, we'll thank everyone uh, when it's... When it's closer to being done, I'll say we'll, we'll give a thanks and we'll we'll give everybody's name and give them their shout outs uh, when it's done. You want to do that? Does that sound good? Yeah. I feel like that's I'd good. I'd be down. Yeah. I would also like uh, to send out like the attachment of the link to like the episode that they helped produce. Like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll give you we'll give everybody thanks. We'll email you all directly. Everybody, everybody, especially this being our first GoFundMe, everybody that that helps produce and sends a donation to help us get there, we are going to email you directly and thank you, of course. Uh, so yeah, if you want, you can donate. You can choose to be anonymous, and you can write down anonymous there, or you can put your name in there, and we'll give you a shout out. I don't think it gives you the ability to write a note. I'm not too sure, but whatever. Regardless, I, we'll give I, you. A I shout don't out. know, but if someone wants to test that out, let us know. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, if you want to test that out, let us know. But like we said but, before, yeah. five dollars, anything. We don't. As long as you just, as long as you're helping us out, even with not, you don't even have to give money. Like we said earlier, just message us on Instagram, Twitter, send us an email. That helps. But if you want to be one of those awesome, awesome people that we just have wet dreams about, please head over to the GoFundMe and help get us that 600 goal so we can go to the Pithian Castle and give you a fucking awesome episode. And there's nothing cooler than giving you guys an episode that you produced. There's yeah. there's no cooler feeling than that. For us, just, just the feeling that we are making something that you feel the need to help with. That makes me feel good that I'm giving people that I'm giving you guys something you actually enjoy. And then also I'm sure 
on my end, I like to, I have friends that stream. I like to donate money to them and help them out. It makes me feel good too. So I think this is an all around, let's, let's make each other feel good moment. <laughs> let's, let's help us get to the Pythian castle. Good old fashioned circle jerk. Good old fashioned circle jerk. A oh, ghost yeah. squad circle jerk. That's what we do. We're ghost nutters, right? Hell yeah. But yeah, so you could do that. Uh, I, I think what we're going to do too is any donations that go or production value that goes even to the PayPal, we're going to put right into this as well. So, uh, if you do donate on PayPal, you can, we know for a fact you can leave a note. So, but yeah, uh, thank you everybody so much. Does that cover everything? Yeah. Cool. 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 Thanks. So. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody so much for stopping thank by. You for episode 13 of the haunting love you. table podcast we love you so much uh and like i said stay tuned next monday is an actual investigation so Let's we're go. so excited we haven't recorded it yet because we don't do it in, in advance we do it all on the spot so we're excited for that but anyway until then everybody stay safe and happy haunting happy haunting mm. <laughs>